0: Brazilian Beat, episode 101 with Dennis Broughton and Rich Rice, the directors of California Brazil Camp. Join us as we get to know the Brazilian percussion and music-making community one interview at a time. This is Courtney. And this
1: is Diana. Hello. Hello. We are back. Yes, we are. And I just had some spicy Thai food, (laughs) so uh,
0: bear with me if I start sniffling. You're ready to go. I'm ready. After two long years, we are excited to say... That we will be going back to our happy place this summer California Brazil Camp and to catch up on all things CBC we've invited our friends the directors of California Brazil Camp Dennis Broughton and Rich Rice to chat with us today on the episode.
1: If you haven't heard us mention uh, Brazil Camp in almost every episode of this podcast Uh, California-Brazil camp provides week-long immersions in the music and dance of Brazil. Set in the California Redwoods, campers enjoy expert instruction, gourmet meals, and find themselves among wonderful fellow campers from across the U.S. and as far away as Europe and Asia. This annual event, except for during the pandemic years, has been happening since 1997 and continues to bring in world-class faculty from the likes of Hermeto Pascual. Margaret Chi Menezes, Jorge Alabe, Ginga, Josangela Silvestri, Moises Marquez, Mestria elton Nunes, Fabiana Cosa, Pitoco Giaira, and Alessandro Penezi, to name a few. Registration has just opened up for this year's edition, so sign up today.
0: So it was really fun to talk to Dennis and Rich and, and to catch up with them a little bit about what's co- been happening with them during the pandemic and, and all things new at the camp. So that was exciting. And the new teachers that are coming.
1: Yeah. You know, it's always fun to have new people that you don't know come into camp. Um so we're looking forward to meet meeting maybe some of
0: you listeners there. That's right. GoSamba.net is receiving a new shipment the first week of May. So a lot of things are out of stock right now, but that will change first week of May, so check it out. GoSamba.net. Once again, we are supporting Hichimo Solidario. China Duostacio started Hichimo Solidario and originally to help samba drummers and their families who needed a, little, needed a little help during the pandemic. But he has really branched out into helping other other causes and things that happen. So he's, maybe many of you heard probably about the landslides that happened in other areas around Rio de Janeiro, in Rio de Janeiro State. And a bunch of people... Were killed in these, and injured, and in their house just got wiped away, slid down the hill. So he's been helping um, victims of that as well. So, if you have the means, um, consider helping Sheena Duostasio and his work to, um, with helping out with many different things in in the area. So uh, we have a link to his PayPal. You can donate directly to him on our website. It's theBrazilianBeat.com. Do you like us? We hope you do, and we love doing this
1: podcast and having these conversations and interactions with the global community. Um, but we do put a lot of work into it. It is a labor of love, definitely. Um, if you'd like to help us with our efforts in keeping this podcast going, you can donate by going to cofi.com/thebrazilianbeat slash the Brazilian Beat. ko-fi.com slash the Brazilian Beat. The podcast is free and it will remain free, but it is not free to make. So if you have any means to help us out, that would be great. We know that there are a lot of things out there to support right now, like Ichimo Solidario. So if you do have the means, we invite you to join the community of support for this podcast. And we do send
0: our thanks to all those uh, listeners who have done so. Thank you. And now our Portuguese teacher, Luciana Janice, she stopped by to tell us about an exciting new announcement. Hey, Courtney, I'm really excited about this special little feature we're doing right now. Yes,
1: I am too. What do we have
0: today? Today we have our Portuguese teacher, Luciana Janice. She's here on the podcast to tell us about a new announcement.
2: Yeah, thank you so much for having me. So, um, our Dicas do have been so popular <laughs> that, um, that I thought about creating a YouTube channel with Dicas do Dia. So a few months ago I met a, a Portuguese teacher, her name is Rachel Skinner, and we were talking about teaching Portuguese and I was telling her about how successful the Dicas do Dia are and how I wanted to create a YouTube channel, but I, I usually like to work. Uh, with someone like not by myself and she was very interested in and then we started the the youtube channel together
0: as some of you listeners have heard we, we put a little jika Dugia clip into some of our episodes with luciana and now she has a whole youtube channel dedicated to these so you can go just get the, get it
2: straight <laughs> from the teacher on demand <laughs> <laughs> yeah so our our videos are um Short, so then three to five minutes, and each video with a with a jikadojia, and different levels. So we usually write in the in the description what level it is. So it could be beginners, intermediate, or advanced. Rachel, for example, just recorded one, just posted one about the alphabet. So it's for. Beginners, like people who are just starting to learn Portuguese, and there are some other ones there already. There for more advanced learners, so you can check out the description and then you can see the, the level. And um, and then another interesting thing is that a lot of our friends have um, joined us in our project, so you're gonna you're gonna hear a song. Um, with the Chica do Gia, and that is my husband, Sergio <laughs> Botelho, who plays it. Fantastic and,
0: guitar player. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: And then my, uh, our friend, Rashmish, he is an artist, and he drew the bird that is the cover of, of the videos. And, um, and one other thing is that we, we decided to call the channel Sabia, and Sabia is a, a very well-known uh, bird in Brazil. And it's also uh, featured in a lot of Jobim's songs, mm. uh, and Jobim is one of my favorite composers. So um, we decided to call it Sabiá, um, Aprendendo Português, so Sabiá, learning Portuguese. And uh, our friend Paulette, uh, she, uh, she painted a Sabiá uh, that I have in my house, uh, a mm. painting, and that is also the the sabiya that you, the bird that you see as the the icon of the of the channel
0: nice very cool i know the in the class the these these chicas gia have been really important for me learning there it's explained things that i did not understand <laughs> i was right. always confused about until i took the class and i was like
2: oh okay yeah that's yeah. great yeah yeah, You're so perfect. we're excited about our our channel, and and thank you for allowing me to talk about it. Of course, of
0: course. thank you for um, recording all the Jika do Gia for the podcast. I know our listeners, a lot of them are trying to learn Portuguese, and and these little these little tidbits I think have been good. So, thank you. Okay, great, thanks.
1: Yes, go and subscribe and like these uh, videos. Sabia aprendendo português.
0: And without further ado, let's get on to the interview. So here we are with the famous Dennis and Rich from California Brazil camp. Woohoo! We're so excited to have you guys. Thank you for coming on to talk about 2022.
3: Well, thank you.
4: Thank you, Courtney. Thank you, Diana. Happy mm-hmm. to be here.
0: So
1: excited that this is happening finally.
0: 2022, here we go. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a while. So, what have you guys been up to? I mean, in your personal lives, how have you been? Like, how have you been living? Are, are you okay? We miss you. How, yeah. What's going on? Well, I'll go
3: first. Yeah. Uh, in some sense, of course, not doing camp for two years, it, that was really hard on everybody, yeah. uh, you know, missing each other, our community. We love our community. And, um, but last year it was just too difficult. We thought yeah. we could do it, but then we couldn't. So that was kind of a, little disappointing but nonetheless it would have been I don't think it would work so I think it's a better thing that we're going to do it this year and we didn't do it last year I have been taking the time to do things on my other life as a production manager working for a couple of festivals and making sure this year it's coming back the San Jose Jazz Festival and some other things but uh, I divided the time up between Brazil camp finding work as production management and also dealing with my health because since we all have this health issue called covid still in the wings um you know i had uh, a lot of different checkups and i'm doing all right you know i'm just uh when you when you have time to do it though it's a good time to just go for it so i've been to the mm-hmm. doctors and doing all good. kinds of various tests but i'm i'm fine i'll get through and other than that i i took the time to stay in santa cruz where i live and mm-hmm. not leave, because that way, you know, you won't get in any trouble. And there wasn't, you know, very little <laughs> time to go anywhere up there anyway. There's nothing in San Francisco I can't do later, because I'm Santa Cruz is very close. So mm-hmm. I, I basically divided my time up between health issues and checking out uh, online, especially a lot of teachers in Brazil. Some mm-hmm. new people Good. and getting, just staying in touch with our community in Brazil, because that's very important. Yeah. Nice.
0: That's a big job. It takes a lot yeah. of time. It's fun. Yeah, that too. <laughs> you know,
3: the that's the great thing about looking at people's videos that they have on online and you know uh, Facebook stuff and uh, all the all the stuff that you can find online. Yeah.
4: How so yeah, uh, uh, it is fun doing this. You know, and to be honest, though, uh, it's a lot of work. So then it says, you know, we all missed it, and it was hard on us, and that's for sure true. Um, it was easy in the sense that you know all of a sudden you work all day you don't have to work all night too on, on a project you know which was a little strange and you sort of get into that mode mm. so it's taken a minute to get back to it to be honest to be ready to work hard but uh there's been so much excitement that that's really what drives us now and it feels good to be to be busy with this uh, project again um, but in the meantime yeah lucky enough to have a, a full-time job that i stayed at and worked from home for a while but came back pretty quickly and uh did a lot of things so um that's super fortunate which I know not everybody has or had so um, that's been good and uh, people again just the excitement of people wanting to be back at it we're, we're really looking forward to that I didn't see Dennis for a whole long time I think San Jose Jazz Festival last uh, August which was 2021 was the first time I saw him from like wow. Christmas the year before uh, wow. of, of 2019 probably so it was strange, definitely strange, and yeah. and we did a call we right we did our zoom CBC and we had some right. other meetings with so uh, yeah. certainly that was fun
3: that's a funny story real quick, so we hadn't seen each other in quite a long time. He came to work one of the stages at San Jose Jazz Festival. He showed up to backstage at my office behind the main stage, and he had his mask on and something that, And he walked up. He said, "Hey, how you doing?" I looked up at him and I said, "Hey, how you doing?" And he went on about. I didn't even recognize. He said, "Oh, you really dissed me. me. What are you mad at me or something?" Oh, Rich, there you are.
4: Is that really a funny story? I mean, you know, I'm not. I'm not that memorable. At least he didn't call me Dennis. A lot of people call me Dennis, but at least he didn't. So, uh, but yeah, it was. Definitely a, a long. Uh, it certainly hasn't hasn't been that year, way for the last twenty two years. Where I haven't seen Venice in a year and a half. So yeah, uh, that's strange nuts. times. Yeah. yeah. How about you guys. You well, guys we didn't see each, each other,
0: other. We've seen each other like twice, Just, right? Yeah, <laughs> times very yeah. briefly.
1: I haven't seen anybody basically, <laughs> um, which is sad. But uh, yeah, I enjoyed things like the CBC Zoom session. So that was fun um we've been doing portuguese we see each other each week for oh, yeah. portuguese um in a zoom class yeah yeah. we've been taking portuguese
0: for the last what year and a half yeah mm-hmm.
1: so that's been fun pauline's in there too sometimes
0: do the bang there's several mm-hmm. cbcers in there actually oh, yeah
1: ruth was in that class
0: mm-hmm. and um who's the one from there's a couple of oh, lisa lisa the yeah yeah player from seattle yeah a bunch of folks all
4: these people now are going to be uh, put to the task at camp, right? To to see the progress.
1: We'll see <laughs> the Portuguese
4: Portuguese progress.
1: It'll be nice to put it to use.
4: Yes, I've been doing Duolingo actually, uh, working on that. Italian. But I but I put I started doing Portuguese too because I'm afraid, like, I'll get confused and I don't use mm-hmm. it very often now. And so I, I really need to be careful to not let it disappear. The the little Portuguese that I have.
1: Funny, I'm doing that too. I'm doing Portuguese, Italian, because that was my major in at university, and uh Korean. I'm trying to learn
0: that.
4: Korean. yeah, wow. not so much like the others.
0: <laughs> no, very different. She's what about you, Courtney? Her, she's got to watch her Korean soaps. Well, and all kinds of stuff. They're not soaps. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I've been good. Oh, I've been I've been busy. I. uh we started a new group here in Portland, so that's getting going, and that's been fun. And we've actually got a lot of people interested in coming to camps. So everyone's trying to decide week one or week two, and and Vamala from Seattle has been coming down, and we've been going up to see them and, and doing their rehearsals outside, and and uh, there's so there's been a little camp love happening. And they were actually visiting last weekend. Uh, I was telling Dennis this the other day, we, we had reserved this rooftop outdoor-covered um, restaurant space, and we were all up there hanging out. And and Dennis, your niece Janice, suddenly announced to everybody, you know, there's like 40 of us sitting there, and she's like, I guess 40, maybe like 30, but anyway, she's like, "Oh, the list is up for camp, like the teacher list," and everyone like whips out their phones and they're like, "Week one, week two, like where are we going?" It was fun. So anyway, That's great, great. Yeah, there's a lot of energy around that, and everyone's trying to coordinate cabins so that we can have a whole Pacific Northwest
2: it's great that
4: space it's great that we have all the people to to get the word out because we certainly don't do a great job at it so we're happy to have you and this is great to, to do this program with you and because uh, that's not our our strong suit necessarily the
0: oh we love you guys yeah. all, so. it's our strong suit we'll help <laughs> <laughs> we talk put about it. it all the time
4: yeah
1: we'll put it out there Time and time again.
0: Thank Our you. friend uh, in Australia, when we interviewed him, he was like, because he had listened to every episode, I think, and he was just like, aren't you going to talk about Brazil Camp? We're an hour in, and you haven't talked about it yet. Aren't you going to bring it up? Yeah. Anyway, we're super fans.
1: So tell, us, uh, tell us a little bit about California Brazil Camp for those uh, folks who don't know what it is, even though we mention it all the time. <laughs>
4: yeah. Go ahead, Dennis. Okay, well, for people
3: who Really want to know some information. Of course, the site does have a bunch of stuff that they could look and and you know see old video. They can get a lot of information there. But basically, twenty two years now, I think we started this thing, and it's basically the reaction to having more Brazilian music in the Bay Area when we started. But to learn more about the in depth all the various styles of Brazilian music and dance that. Uh, various people have brought to the United States and some people have gone to Brazil. Now, a lot of people have gone to Brazil to study, but we wanted to see, since there's, you know, I had been at a couple of music camps where I was teaching a little batucada once a long time ago. And there was a, so much interest. There's so much that we thought, well, why don't we try this? And it first started out with a Little Capoeira and music and dance. And now it's After that, uh, Rich and I took it over as a straight up music and dance camp of just Brazilian music, all various styles. And what uh, the important thing was is to get the qualified musicians and dancers to come to uh, Northern California at this beautiful performing arts camp out in the woods, Casadero Performing Arts Camp, to spend a week, and now we're up to two weeks, learning from some of the best musicians and dancers in brazil and all various styles um of of uh, performing the music because a lot of the people are musicians and dancers some are just want to know uh, more about it they're not necessarily professional musicians or dancers but that's the great thing about brazil campus you can take a beginning class that you don't have to know have any background on and both dance and music, and are if you're a player though, have been around a while and know a little bit about it. We've got to bring you up to the next level. Teachers, the le- the teachers that are very competent, they're very, um, you know, have a lot of experience in Brazil, both teaching and performing. And that uh, was kind of our goal: is to get the the get the best information for for people in the United States at that point when we started. But now we've got people coming from all over, from Japan, China, England, uh, you name it, people are coming because of the quality of the teachers. And uh, and that was, that was kind of our mission and has been our mission.
0: Yeah, you guys do a great job of bringing, especially for the advanced classes, people from the culture to demonstrate their culture. I, I appreciate that part of it.
4: Rich, what do you think?
0: I think Rich is opening the door.
4: I've got it set. Um, we're ready to go, but uh, <laughs> I've been listening. <laughs> and then it's covered. You covered it all. Yeah, twenty. What are we? I think this is what twenty-three now. I did a quick twenty-three bunch Ooh. of math. I was hoping it was twenty-two. I said, "Boy, that'll be easy to always remember." Then <laughs> if we keep from going, Maybe we did take one more year off, we'll we'll be right on track. Mm-hmm. Um, but twenty-three. No,
0: 20. you're not allowed. <laughs> yeah
4: um so yeah this two years off was a was crazy for us we haven't had a year off since uh 2000 right yeah we did 1997 98 99 um took 2000 off then I joined Dennis in 2001 and we've been at it since then
0: and you were a camper at the first ones right doing capoeira
4: no capoeira no
0: oh I thought you did
4: no I, I worked for Dennis and uh Marcelo at that point so I was oh. working doing different things but I'm I'm not a capoeirista, that's too much probably for me. I, I tried it once and <laughs> I wasn't that good at it. I mean, because even the beginners was, uh, was a little over my head, but I love it for sure. You know, always nice to have, a, we, we sometimes have a little bit of capoeira back. It's just a matter yeah. of uh, time and floor space, basically, you know, yeah. is why we can't do too much, but certainly a, a great art.
0: It tends to kind of spontaneously erupt every once in a while. Or by sure. the
4: store. Yeah. Right. There's a lot of talented capoeiristas, right?
1: now
3: with uh curtis back this year oh, curtis yeah. is back yeah that's right and he uh he he actually one year we were going to do a, a music of capoeira that'll be for the future because this year he's going to do show the bateria which was a big hit the last time that he was did fun. It, which is for a little bit more advanced players of of rio style samba hmm. and drumming, and uh it's going to be good to see him it's been a, a while
0: so yeah yeah, that'll be awesome. So tell us about, um, everyone is excited to attend. When will registration be open?
4: Well, I think by the time everybody hears this, registration is open, actually, because it's open now. We actually oh, just uh, opened great. it uh, mm-hmm. two days ago. So, I, I was think
0: pretending like I didn't know that.
4: <laughs> however we want to handle it, it's, uh, it's exciting. <laughs> I don't know when we'll actually be out in the world, but um, registration is open awesome at this point and uh, we've had a lot of great interest so far so it's pretty exciting i mean to be honest it's it's a concern i mean i, I don't know hard to know what people are feeling and mm. and the and you know whether they're ready to come back to things but i think um you know and, and we're of course doing our best to uh to do this as safely as possible following all the county and the facility guidelines you know the, the facility did bring back their children's programs last summer so mm-hmm. you know they've got a head start on how that worked and and all went pretty well and safely um you know the big thing for us and and you know we talked about this in 2020 and say april or june no, i by then we should be okay to do this right but you know we all thought that right we'll be back yeah. at it but in the question you know but but it, with dennis and i talked about would it you know it needs to be safe the, the worst thing ever would be some you know some something uh, happening at camp and and that's still the the same case. But I think at this point, people really know, obviously, we all know a lot more what we're up against and how things work. So, uh, you know, we're in a good place as far as we all can see. So excited for this.
0: Yeah. And especially at the beginning, before there were vaccines, we didn't know what was going on. And there's one of the things I really love about camp is that there's all different ages, like there's younger folks all the way up to, you know, some, some older people. So it's to protect them too, you know, is, is, I feel like it that's important. So yeah, I think everybody understands, but there is some pent up demand. I know some people are ready to, to register. So get on it, everybody. So what are some of the precautions
1: that, uh, that are going to happen? I mean, I guess like for me, like I primarily think about like, say the dining hall, like, I've always wanted a big, huge jug of hand sanitizer in there, even before COVID. Uh, anything like that happening?
3: Well, the last time that we ran by the people that run the Cazadero Performing Arts Camp, which last year, by the way, they did their kids' camp all summer right. and they had no problems.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: Uh, it was a little different format, but nonetheless, uh, the food for them last year when they did their event was served inside and they had servers, they had the, uh, plastic, uh, plexiglass in front of the food. And then you got your plate, mm. you took your food outside is what mm. happened last year for them. Now we're, we're still in, the, getting the final word from them about how we're going to go about it this year. And we're going to see, cause they have their camp going pretty soon in June, and we'll know more about, uh, various things, but it'll be one or the other. And most of the classes are going to be outside right now. Um, so that's good. And of course they usually are anyway. Yeah. Most of them. And then we'll know more about the ensemble and various other things that are, but there's plenty of room there to do everything. That's the good news. And, uh, you know, I think uh, masks will be, you know, we'll have our usual medical staff there. We'll also have masks available, have all the stuff necessary, just just as a precaution. Things may go down. Uh, we hope so, you know, in terms of what's going on with the, the COVID. But uh, right now, it's looking pretty good everywhere, you know, in California, at least. So we'll see.
0: Mm-hmm. There's been some, like physical changes to camp right there's like some new new buildings is that correct that is, that?
4: is correct yes
3: uh, yeah they built the old uh, one of the teacher buildings that we used to use as a teacher housing building up next to the other building um right outside the dining hall area kind of they had a bad problem with uh, the road it flooded and knocked the building down about i don't know 4 years ago
0: Oh, that big landslide.
3: Yeah, it was a landslide. So the city of Berkeley owns that camp. And they put together a way to rebuild that building and they have started it and it's going forward. It's been Hmm. halfway done, more than halfway is my understanding. And they're shooting for having it for themselves, of course, for their summer program. Hmm. But they say it should be pretty much ready to go. And we're hoping... uh, me and my good friend, our good friend, all of our good friends, Bola, are going to take a trip up one day coming up to just check out the camp again, see how things are going with that oh, and, great. Other, mm-hmm. and other things. But yeah, that uh, will be a, a great help because it was teacher lodging, and we needed right. some up upgrade on that anyway. So.
4: Well, and and the good news is, uh, you know, we had hoped that the, the story was that it had to sort of be the same footprint that it was, which I said, can't we build like a high rise or something? I mean, you know, something nice that'll fit, but <laughs> I don't really want a high rise either. Don't worry. Um, but, but it actually will, it has to be sort of the same footprint, but there's going to be some classroom space below. Oh, there's cool. uh, oh. new bathrooms in there. So it's actually going to be great for a lot of reasons, I think. And uh, so, yeah, we're all excited to see that.
0: Is that the place that like we're... Like right across the road from the dining hall, mm. like rich where you're where you stay. Is it in no. that? No. It's so it's nice. No. If you go up,
1: look. if you go up the stairs, like to the deck where the teachers were, if you would take a l- right instead of taking the left onto oh. the deck, oh.
0: there was a oh. huge,
1: it, there was an area right there.
0: Mm. Correct. Yeah.
1: Yeah
3: upstairs, if you go upstairs and go left, you're at what we used to call, and still do call, the Mm (laughs) favelina. And now this is going to be to the right. But I understand you don't go up those steps anymore to get to the new place. They have a new way of going there. I see. Hmm. They
4: won't be connected anymore. Yeah,
3: but uh, it's supposed to be really, uh, uh, I think the if we, we are going to put teachers in there. I think the women teachers will be very happy because the bathrooms will be new and all of that.
0: Mm,
3: so yeah. And showers and all that good stuff, you know.
0: Oh, cool. But I uh, want to he- see
3: the other part of the camp to make sure everything else is going good for the students and uh, that, the, you know, the systems, the septic systems and all of that. But uh, usually, you know, we have to check on that to make sure things are going to go right when we get there.
1: Mm-hmm. Here's a story about that old section on the right of the stairs. That's where they uh wrote that song the the CBC uh Pagoji song, Samba song. yeah. I was there when they were writing.
4: I wonder what we have. There's a I know there's a a video in dahlia's backyard at a picnic of, of people singing that right, right? i don't know mm-hmm. if it so. exists anywhere else on a recording let's find that i uh there's also one
1: in the in the um band room when they sang it at a Mm-hmm. so
4: inside. uh can we put links in, in with this uh-huh. podcast yep. we could find some yep. of these fun things send and them. Link yeah people to we'll find them
0: and dennis yeah. if you take photos when you go out there send them to us we we'll share them
4: We'll probably do that for
0: sure.
3: Yeah. Um, just as a... Yeah, it's called mm-hmm. No Casadeiro. No Casadeiro, <laughs> no Samba, não pode
4: parar. You, you have <laughs> your <laughs> notes there, <para laughs> you <para laughs> He pulled one. out the lyrics. <laughs> so, wow. Man. I got all the words right here and ready for copy. Right there. I would never find that. I it, saved it on a, on
1: a photo. I have it on a photo somewhere, so I have it.
3: I have the old school paperwork. I
1: have a paper one, too, somewhere in my CBC files.
3: Yeah, that was a great uh, multi, multi-compositors. multi uh, Capucho, yes. Panazzi, Kleber, Ronaldo, you know, all the some of those people will be there, especially Ronaldo. He knows the song.
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I saw and he was Pinesi. on the list.
3: Yeah, Panazzi and even our great friend, uh, Shoto Jazz Festival, Capucho, is going to make an appearance. Oh, Good. He's all excited about it because he's been okay. holding up in Jericuacuada outside in his little ranch there going mm-hmm. crazy.
4: Mm-hmm. But
3: Brazil, you know, is is doing a lot better, thank God, and uh, seems to be turning itself around a little bit more now in terms of, uh, you know, people are working again and, yeah, you know.
0: It's getting back, getting back. I, on a side note, can you guys tell us a lot of people rallied um, – this past year for Bola, he was, he got very sick and a lot of people, um, rallied around him. Can you tell us how he's doing? Give us an update on Bola.
4: Well, actually, as of, uh, I think the past couple of weeks, they're sort of making some progress and, and I think, uh, he's doing a little bit better, feeling a little bit better. You know, mm-hmm. it's just, uh, obviously the health is such an important thing that we don't necessarily think about until something goes wrong. Mm-hmm. You know, and I think, people that have always been healthy don't even realize it right but um you know just the daily things were, we're getting hard for him you know so, and all the work that he does of course making instruments fixing instruments all that stuff that some things that we all you know appreciate and and take advantage of his skills and that you know and uh so that's been hard for him and uh you know and he's yeah. just been a little bit down about some of that but i think but we're we're getting back on track he's doing well and uh i think things are are getting better.
3: Yeah, I talked to him the other day. He is getting better, like Rich said. And uh, Bert, his, uh, his, his his person he takes care of, had a little problem, a little stroke, but he's fine now. He's all mm-hmm. good. They adjusted his medication. He's fine. And he just can't wait to be at camp. Bert yeah, both him. of
1: them are excited.
3: I did go last night to see a uh, Rebecca Kleinman's farewell show in Berkeley. And uh, some people know this, some people don't. Uh, Casa Cultura, the Brazilian Cultural Center, uh, is the longtime idea and home and the place where everything has happened in the Bay Area for Brazilian music and dance for Mm -hmm. so many years now. Started by our great friend who's as much a part of Brazil camp as ever, who one of the uh, kind of inspirations for Brazil camp in the dance area, especially Conceição Damasceno has had a lot of health issues since we're talking about health issues. And this week has been extremely rough for her. She's in the hospital again with some more complications.
0: Hmm.
3: And it was pretty serious uh, this time. Uh, she's had a lot of issues, but uh, she is getting better. That's the good news.
0: Oh wow, good!
3: And uh, I talked to Nick, her husband, last night, and Taina, her daughter, who's been studying in Salvador, Bahia, came back home to be with her mom. Mm-hmm. Uh, and um, so we all wish her the best. And uh, like I said, she is kind of an inspiration for for mm-hmm. Rich and I. All these years we've known each other, and how much stuff we've done together, and everything we we do at camp she knows so much about Brazilian dance and she's, she really helps us out and, you know, is uh, has been a real, um, Brazil camp person, uh, you know, a luminary in, in, help, mm-hmm. in helping us.
4: Yeah. I, I, I think we probably talked about it in the, in the last podcast we all did together, but, uh, that was basically how it all started for me. I, I went to a dance class in San Francisco at 24th and mission, the old third wave. And, uh, the woman leading the dance was Conce Sound, and leading mm. the drummers was Dennis, and that was that, so sure. it all started there for me, so I, I owe them both, you know, for getting me into this um, scene and this, this great life, so uh, certainly worth worth uh, remembering again, even if we talked about it last time, I did wonder, you know, I said, well, I know we did this before, we don't want to just say the same things, I, I don't know if people wanted to hear it the first time around, so here we are again, but, <laughs> but nevertheless, you know, there's... There is some new new things going on. We don't have any new movies out or anything like that, but but we're uh, we're going strong, and so hopefully we'll we'll be able to give you guys some new information for for this podcast.
3: Yeah, cool. the the new information, like I said earlier, that people want to know more is that the at least eighty percent of the teachers that are going to be at camp is they're 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 up on the site. If you go to mm-hmm. faculty, you'll see them. You will see a picture. You'll see a most of the class descriptions and it's some people really going to be happy that some old friends are coming back, but we do have some new people who've never been there and uh, I'm going to leave it as a surprise and not tell you and anybody that hears Ooh. this. Give, oh. them a, give, Cliffhanger. Them a, yeah, give them the <laughs> impetus to go to the site and check it out and uh, uh, you know, uh, I will say that Konsei Sal's daughter, Taina, has taken over the helm of running the the Brazilian Cultural Institute in many ways, and she's going to be there helping us now. So mm-hmm. it's going to be great. And uh, you know, the, the teachers—it's uh, uh, got some quality new stuff. That's that's all I can say.
0: Oh. Okay, <laughs> interesting. Um, so well, one, no, you I mentioned- mean, if
3: you really wanted to know, I could throw out a few names, but <laughs>
0: <laughs> drop some names, Dennis. Yeah, let's let's hear it. What do you got?
3: Okay. People that haven't haven't been to camp before that listen to this, they don't know Alessandro Panazzi, but one of the best guitar players in Brazil.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: They don't know Ginga, uh, the composer, musician, player. Unbelievable. Uh, the new one, both of those people have been in camp many times. But the new people, there is for 25 or 30 years in Sao Paulo, a big band the most famous big band in brazil in my estimation that's brazilian jazz big band music and they're called banda manchiqueta and it was started by a gentleman by the name of provetta and his provetta is the leader sax player flute player and also the kind of the overall director of the direction of the music he's an Mm -hmm. arranger he does stuff for television for radio does many kind of recordings and we're looking to have him for the first time as leading our big band class.
0: Wow, cool!
3: Yeah, and dance wise, um, you know, one of the most, uh, I, I just probably the one of the hearts of the Brazilian California Brazil Camp dance program is Rosangela Silvestre, mm. and she's coming back for two weeks. Great! So, I mean, then there's a few right there. I'll, I'll leave it at that. But there's there's a bunch of others on there. People go to the site. California Brazil camp, that would be calbrazilcamp.com, Brazil with a Z.
4: You can we'll give it. them a link. They can put it right at the top. Yeah, we'll in put a mm-hmm. link up. Yeah. And we're still up making some updates. You know, there's always some additions as people figure out. I mean, it, you know, there's some big, big touring, uh, you know, performers, right, that are part of our staff. So we have to work yeah, out Yeah, we of still have to put some more stuff up there for sure.
0: Teacher. Saw, speaking of old names, I saw that Jacare was coming yeah. back. Yeah.
3: Yeah, the I was surprised.
0: Opera. That was awesome.
4: That is awesome. We're excited. I mean, you know, there's a handful of people that have really built samba up in this country, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, mm-hmm. certainly the Austin Samba School, Academicos da Opera, was just, you know, uh, you know, something that basically grew and grew and grew. I mean, it's amazing <laughs> what Jacare did to build that samba school and that scene in Austin. So uh, certainly a wealth of information. He's going to be great to to lead that class along with Jimmy Biala. Yeah.
1: And a great person to do the churrasco.
0: Oh, yeah, that's and, right. <laughs> that's and
4: right. that's not on the website anywhere. but the inside information that he, he has agreed to, uh, at least for the first <laughs> week, I don't think, you're not sure we can get him to stay both weeks. He's got a lot going on, but uh, he said he would do the churrasco.
1: Was the it last week. week when he came in and did it? Or the last time? Uh, no, it was the year before. The no, year
4: before, before, I think, yeah. yeah.
1: Mm, it's all a blur now. <laughs>
4: I mean the problem with that is that people then decide if they want to perform in the bateria for that last performance because if you do that then you don't get the little early <laughs> early, early picconia, you know?
1: Early morsels, tasty yeah. morsels. You
4: have to make that decision.
3: Yeah. Exactly. You
4: have to decide.
1: <laughs> it's a hard I, choice.
0: <laughs> I saw Clarice Cast also is yeah. coming. Yep. Yeah.
3: Um Fantastic uh, percussionist, you know she's uh, lucky for us. She's living in L.A. and she's so yeah. happy. She sent me a, a message the other day. I'm so happy to be a part, and I'm looking yeah. forward to it big time. She plays everything really, but we've got her teaching. Her main instrument is pandeiro,
0: mm-hmm.
3: the Brazilian uh, equivalent of tambourine, and uh, she's just a great person. I think she's going to fit in really well, and yeah. you know, uh, it's always. It's always nice to have some new people from from the States. You know, She's been mm-hmm. living in L.A. for a while. She's just really looking forward to being there. Yeah.
1: And if you'd like, you can listen to her podcast that we did with her. When was that, last summer?
0: Episode 87. I don't know. We got a lot of good feedback on that one. Yeah. People were like, oh, man, she sounds so cool. I want to be her yeah, friend. Yeah, she's really <laughs> she's great. So, yeah, I'm excited to meet her in person. Yeah,
3: me too.
4: I haven't heard that one yet. I'm going to listen. I'm behind yeah. on some of these podcasts. That sounds great.
3: Yeah. Well, we said we weren't going to name too many people, but I guess we broke that rule. But <laughs> another person that... Keep the, going, Dennis. Yeah. <laughs> well, the reason I'm bringing it up, and it's kind of a good, really good thing to know for some people that know this band, Samba Da, and mm. they're actually from where I live in Santa Cruz. We've known each other, you know, the leader, Papiva, and all the people in the band.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: But lately, for quite a while, the singer has been Donda Daora. And Donda is going to be at camp this year.
0: You know, oh, she's exciting. Coming. She's going cool. to do
3: Afro-Brazilian dance. Awesome. And I was really excited about it. And we were talking the other day on the phone. since so she lives here in Santa Cruz where I live. And I said, Donda, gosh, it's unbelievable. We're all coming back to camp and you're going to be there. She said, you know what? It's amazing. I said, how long is Samba Da? They're a great band that's played a lot of, you know, they play all kinds of Brazilian music, too, by the way. Mm-hmm. If you haven't heard them, go hear them. She said, "Well, Papiba started this thing 22 years ago." I said, "That's amazing because hmm. that's about wow. when we started,
0: and
4: yeah. they're still
3: going strong. And still play a lot of festivals. And Donda's the lead singer, and she's going to be at camp. She's all excited about teaching. And it's gonna, you know, like I said, Jacare, Donda, Curtis. We got all the old school people. It's the Velaguarda, Velaguarda." <laughs> <laughs> It's going to be a, the old school coming back to see each other. It's going to be, a, I'm just so waiting for the reunion. It's going to be the the grandest of things. Yes.
1: She's so awesome. She's one of my favorite teachers ever at camp.
4: Hmm. And that's one of the best things about doing this program here with you is that I learned things. I didn't really know that that was the case. So Donda's locked in apparently. So I'm <laughs> glad, glad <laughs> to hear that. I can, I can update the website and yeah. uh,
3: L- lock it in. <laughs>
1: And we have a, a fan favorite from many years ago, the Keitu class with Mark and, and Michael and Shorty.
3: Oh, yeah. Got to have that. Our other longtime inspiration for camp since it started, George Bay.
4: Yeah, and Dennis, tell them about people about what that class is because I think it's a, it's a little unique in, in that it sort of mixes some other styles other than just a Brazilian thing. But go ahead. Yeah, and if, yeah.
0: if people mm-hmm. haven't heard of, so some of our listeners are just brand new to this right. whole scene. So, yeah. well,
3: in the Bay Area, a long time ago, when I met Georgie, when he came uh, to the United States, he was in New Orleans with Curtis for a while, and he moved to the Bay Area. But before he did all that, he was the lead drummer in Oba Oba, the big uh, Brazilian music. And dance Review that was in, you know, in the country a, quite a while ago now. And this and is Georgie Adam, Alibé. Yeah, Georgie Alibé, Georgie Bizeha is his real name. Mm-hmm. And Alibé, actually, the right why his last name is Alibé, Alibé is a sworn drummer in the religion of Candomblé. So, you know, the thing was, is Spyro and Lampson, two of my oldest friends, Michael Spyro and Mark Lampson, made a record because they're both... Uh, very adept at cuban music in fact they're, they're real they're real masters at the bata and other forms of uh, cuban music and so many people come to camp who are very interested in cuban music and but the thing that makes the the, the word bata word so unique is the bata is the cuban side and quetu is the Brazilian side of a great record a CD that was made by Spyro and Lampson and Georgie and Bobby Cespedes and many other great uh, teachers, Rahino that were teachers for both Mark and Michael. And Georgie was the feature of the, of the Brazilian side and Bobby and, and those guys and others, others, great you know Cuban drummers and singers were the, on the Cuban side, and they made this record that was a mixture of both of that, combining, showing the similarities between the music of Cuba and Brazil in terms of the religious music. Uh, Candomblé is the religion, Afro-Brazilian religion, and um, Santeria is the Cuban version. And it's the Yoruba traditions passed on to the New World and in the form of, uh, of what what has become known as Cuban music and Brazilian music, religious music. So that that is what happens at that class. It's this great mixture that's put together. So the two enhance each other. It's a mixture of both, and we have um, some you know excellent you know people to do that in Georgie, Michael Spiro, Mark Lamson. And every year it's a big hit with the drummers. Yeah. Because it's very difficult to do all this. You have to use a lot of different kinds of drums, the bata drums. You have to use the atabakis. You have to use bells. You have to have voice. So it's become a big hit. And, um, you know, it's not unusual for 20, 30 people to be on stage rehearsing that every time, every day.
1: Or more.
0: That or class more. can get big. Yeah, and it-
3: Shekere, We have a great Shekere thing going in there, too, which is a shaker from Beaded Shaker with gourd.
0: It gets a little competitive with yes. <laughs> instruments yes. jockeying for, or people jockeying for instruments. <laughs> I you know want one, the ia uh... That's a,
3: That's one thing that's good to note for people who haven't been to camp. People who have been to camp know this, but you bring your own instrument. Uh, we do have some instruments available for both uh, the Brazilian music, bateria music, the, all the samba school drums, surdos, hepiniques, geishas, and all that, tamarim. But it's good to have your own instrument because we don't, we'll run out if, if everybody didn't bring anything. We were mm-hmm. su- we supply a number of things, but make sure you might want to. I mean, it's hard to bring a surdu, a big bass drum, you know, if you're flying, but we do have some and you can use them. And that's all there for the campers who come. And and uh, like I said, most people know that and they like, some of the people have been there for a while. If they can, they bring their own instrument because they feel more comfortable playing their own. Mm hmm. And if you can't, if you can't, there's always the Brazil Camp store. <laughs> you can buy rich. one. Yeah, Take
4: right. it away, nice. And So rich. on that note, not what I was gonna say on that note, but that's true too. Uh, on that note, though, I, I was thinking of because uh, that's a good good point, right? People always ask that questions, so and we have a little FAQ type of thing on the website. But do we cover everything? Maybe, maybe not. I thought of a little sort of. Um, Information session. You know, I, at one point I thought about doing a live one in the Bay Area, which would be still nice for local people that want to come. Uh, we can't really do a touring version of it, but certainly there's this thing called Zoom that people can manage at this point. So maybe we'll do <laughs> something like that. That would um, be good. Yeah, where you could come and you could ask questions, like, "Hey, do we need to bring our own instruments?" And because that's you know something we often take for granted. Twenty three years right. later, like right. how it all works, and and so do many of you who have been there. But certainly. It's not all that uh, obvious to people that have not come before, and we would be happy to uh, be asked questions, you know, and everybody in one place is a nice way to do it.
1: Yeah, I know that, like, I've been at camp with people who are newer, and they're like, oh, I wish I would have known that beforehand. I wish I would have brought that. Um, That's really helpful. Um, So, yeah, a a session like that would be really great.
4: Yeah, so maybe we'll uh, get get one of those Zoom going. We're just, you know, people can ask Ask questions and talk about things, and whatever else might happen.
3: I'm uh, I'm always available for people to call for students and to have questions. If they want to talk to me, I don't. You know that's fine with me. You can do it online. You can ask me something by sending me a message or send me an email. I'm more than happy to answer any questions about that kind of thing too and uh but like i said we we try to accommodate every level so if you don't have something you don't know what it is well i don't even know what a tambourine is you know the tambourine what is that you know we can help you out before you get there too and uh, you surely will be uh able to you know have an opportunity to use our instruments and uh the directors always are telling people what to do with that we have a a guy in charge of all the instruments comes up and makes a speech about it at camp. <laughs> just wrote an email to him the other day, Mr. Brad Hamilton. I don't know if he's going to make it or not. Brad. A new job. He has a new job he's trying to mm-hmm. start. It's
4: always we'll that see. work that gets in the way.
3: Yeah.
1: Is is David going to be there helping or does, is he just going to
4: Not attend? sure yet. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I haven't heard yet.
1: We just mentioned work. Um, Rich, can you talk about work-study? Are there still work-study positions available?
4: There are, although we're getting, you know, again, we just opened the registration a couple of days ago, but it had a lot of interest in that. So, um, but, but we have a handful of uh, spots in the kitchen, which is uh, cleaning up around dinner time. And it's kind of a fun little, it's a little bit of work, but it's a fun thing to be together. You get to meet some people and there's people that want to do that every year and they come back to the same position. Yeah, it's a fun so, team.
0: They yeah. A crew, yeah.
4: Mm-hmm. And it's nice there because you know what your hours are. So you're kind of, because you have to work. You miss a class here or there, that type of thing. But at least this time you know what it is and it's always the same time. Mm-hmm. Um, there's uh, some other crew which helps with the stage and the instruments, but that's kind of spread out throughout the day. So still a couple positions uh, in either of those. So certainly worth getting in touch before you just register actually would be the best way. Uh, and then go from there.
1: So they can just email you at the info at... Cal Brazil
3: Camp, yeah,
4: correct. Yeah.
3: There's only a few positions or, no. left in the cafe, only a few. But uh, oh, by, since we're on this topic, and, and Rich mentioned the uh, the kitchen, and I know a lot of people want to know the know yes. this and it's true. Yes, indeed, Karen, the <laughs> head chef, will be back. Yay. <laughs> nice. And for those who have not been to camp. Karen and the crew, she has a giant crew of people, some of which we provide and some of which is her own professional catering people who've done many events. They've been with us, I'm guessing now, Rich, help me out, 18 years, 19 years, close to the whole time. We've yeah, almost. She I, has think, yeah, wow.
1: I think they've been there since I've been coming and I started in 2003,
3: I think. Yeah. And for yeah. those who haven't been there, it's international food. It's the best. Uh, the old saying is, yeah, go to Brazil camp for food. And they also have music and dance classes. So it's food like camp. a food camp. It's a great menu of stuff from all over. And we you know we have vegetarian food. We have a vegan, you know, it's all there. And, and you're catered to, to especially, we want to know that if you need that. And Karin has great skills at doing all kinds of dishes from all over the world. And there's much Brazilian food, but it's not just Brazilian food. It's all kinds of great stuff. And and everybody knows that's been there. It's top shelf. It's the best. Oh,
0: it's so good. And she doesn't do like... For you vegans and vegetarians out there, it's not like an afterthought. You know, she knows what's up and, and does it well. So you you will, be, you will be fine. But also in the kitchen is Rich, who makes banana cream banana- pie. She's
3: a scone man. Scone. Oh, yeah, scones. <laughs> scones, too. Yes,
0: no,
3: we'll do no. that this year, we, sure. We it's have, a- uh, I tell you what, the people in the kitchen have as much fun. They're not there just to work. They're there to have fun, too. They, they come and participate when they have time. And it's just a great thing. It's like a team of people that we, we just, it's not like we're all, we hired them and you're doing the work. No, they're part of the, part yeah, of our job. Totally.
1: Yeah, yeah.
3: And Karin yeah. is so great. She's such a great person. She even has her own cookbook out. She's been selling at camp from recipes from Brazil camp and other places. She does a lot of events. All I want to get one there. of those this year.
4: Yeah, we'll put a link down at the bottom of your podcast.
3: Thank
0: you. <laughs> um, or you can buy it in the camp store, Diana. That's, That's what, what I mean.
1: I... <laughs> I'll I'll drag it from camp. Um, one of my favorite food <laughs> memories is uh, the paella that oh, was yeah. made down at the fire pit.
3: That's probably the most one of the most popular fire pit things that we've done. Although we've tried to do some chowasco down there, mm-hmm. me and Capucho tried to do a half a pig once it was kind I remember of remember that <laughs> it wasn't as popular as paella but oh
0: it was this huge paella but it was like where that does ha- that pan come from like who it, does it car comes, bring that
4: it comes on the roof of her car yes that would come good question so uh and and the thing of it is is it's not just the final product right and it's the whole process yeah. of mm-hmm. cooking it and it's pretty amazing and right from the beginning because basically there's a Someone she had on staff that would basically make the fire, you know, with some mm-hmm. sticks or whatever he used. And one year he wasn't available. She said, I don't think we can't have the paella this year because <laughs> there's no one to light the fire. I said, Well, what we could use the <laughs> I have you know, like uh, matches. We could, no, no, no. So, you know, there's a lot to it. This is a, a and a lot of the food, it's all about that, right? In, inside you know, uh, how it's made. Obviously, there's love in it. And and just the process is a huge thing. And that's what makes it so great, partly so.
0: Well, in one year, one of the guys from the kitchen, Karin wasn't there to give the talk, but he was like, I've been marinating this pig on top <laughs> of a hill for the last seven days. And everyone's like, what? <laughs> 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 on top of a hill? Like, you've been... <laughs> yeah, sweet. Okay. <laughs> it's quite a story. Yeah, there's a lot of Intention put into the food yes. and
4: there's and there's real specialists right in mm-hmm. different things you know uh, all you know there's people that are focused on the meat yeah. and and some of the vegetarian or vegan things, and then there's Nora who's uh, works on the desserts and the pastries that's where I learn mm-hmm. all my techniques for the pies you know and so uh it's great, you know people that really this is what they do, and they're really yeah. good at it yes, some
3: people want to know about that haven't been there about uh, we were just talking about the fire. Uh, that we start when we, it's down by the creek. It's an area, we, during the day, we have classes down there, great class down there, usually a Pagordia class or whatever. But the the thing about camp is you have the program that we offer and all of that. But there's these things that go on at night that are fantastic. You mm-hmm. go off into their tent areas with their own friends. And there is a curfew, of course, of playing music, but uh, the fire pit has been known at night to, to uh, as an acoustic little place where people go and sit in front of the fire and some of the teachers come down or some of the students just come down and play acoustic music and it's turned out to be some really special moments down at that fire pit. Uh, oh,
1: my goodness, yes.
3: unbelievable jam things that go on there. And uh, that's the thing about camp. There's all these little things that go on that are not scheduled.
0: Not scheduled, yeah.
3: Yeah, and uh, that might lead me to something that does happen every year that I think you two are very (laughs) responsible for. And I'll let you do the introduction. (laughs) Who, me? (laughs) Because there is Brazilian music and dance all the time. There is a time in between that is squeezed in, Something a little special that isn't little, Brazilian. And I'll leave you to uh give the introduction on that.
0: Yeah. Uh the Brazilian Beat Podcast hosts usually on Tuesday night. Um we have a disco party and uh it's well attended. Yes, it <laughs> started. It's fun.
1: Out, yeah. Started out small. Actually started out as a party and then it evolved and yeah it's become this big thing that everybody looks forward to now.
0: Yeah. I get messages about it all year. People <laughs> yes. Asking, <laughs> And for some reason the Austin people are really into it. They'll be like, "Oh, I have my outfit ready already picked mm-hmm. out for disco mm-hmm. night." And yeah. I got to get a really new shirt good. for disco. We night. we try not to run into the pagoji. I know there's usually a pagoji on Tuesday like right that butts right up against it. It's like dinner and then a pagoji. We try to like squeeze it in there for and just, the like, jazz
1: tent and Yeah,
0: and the jazz tent and there's sometimes an evening, you know, gafietta class or whatever like happening. We try to jam it in there, but
1: and it's usually yeah. pretty brief, but
0: but Just it's so-
1: happening. But it's happening
3: yeah <laughs> it's true. brief but it's happening and hard to stop <laughs>
1: yes yeah it's I, hard to stop I think the last time we had it <laughs> uh, the full hall people were waiting like in the dance yeah. hall they're yeah. like when's it gonna start but everybody was down at our tent uh, at the party yeah
3: so. yeah it's another great thing that happens there that there's so much spontaneous spontaneous things that go on it's it's just one of those great, uh, you know, everybody's, it's just throwing in. Everybody wants yeah. Participate, to yeah. special, you know. Yeah. I mean, that's That's been a really great thing. Really great. There's a lot and of that, FOMO. You do have your costume, though. You have to worry about that before you get there.
1: <laughs> yes. Yes. A lot of FOMO happening at Brazil Camp.
4: And that's been my, my goal over the last couple of years. We, we need to do better at, at some live live feeds. Actually, I'm I'm a I've become a live stream person over here and so oh. uh, yeah. At your job, my, you mean? Uh, my regular job. And so yeah. I we can actually uh have some good software. Maybe we can run some streams just for those people that didn't come. I want to, you know, make them feel bad and
1: Make them feel bad. I mean, that's
4: not what I meant. <laughs> Something, you know what I mean?
1: No, one uh, of the I things that a, is Go ahead. Well, I just wanted to mention one of the things that um is nice about camp is that you kind of leave your phones and all devices for the most part you don't touch those during the day unless you have to check an email across the street but you have to make an effort to go do that so it's nice to like be off devices and just hang out with your folks and and your family your camp family
0: and meet people yes you're standing in line at dinner maybe you don't know anybody and normally you would be on your phone and like awkwardly checking things and pretending like you're not paying attention that you're all alone in line. But if you don't, right. everyone talks to each other. And it's just this yeah. wonderful, wonderful experience. The first year I went to camp, I was by myself. I didn't really know anybody. And and I think I met a lot of people from different groups because I just met tons of people mm-hmm. in that way. Yeah, just yeah,
3: you've got to go across the street to, to deal with that. <laughs> the bakery.
0: I love that. Oh, I thought of something that like, oh, I remember I called you guys. You were talking about give you guys a call if you have any questions. I called, I think it was Rich I talked to on the phone before I had ever been. And I was like, what is an ensemble class? Like, what does that mean? What kind of ensemble? <laughs> so there, there are things like that that I think people don't, right off the bat, once you've been to camp, you know what that what that is. But right off the bat, you don't necessarily know that maybe this is a... And
4: you're right. It could be anything, right? So people say, Oh, I want to do ensemble and they really mean they want to do the Samba Heggy percussion. Right. That That could be percussion ensemble. That is an ensemble, right? But we generally use it for the, some of the jazz and and, full Yeah,
3: We put under, uh, we put under Provetta's name, uh, Brazilian big band ensemble, I think. Mm. And that, is pretty specific to what's going to happen. Uh, big band charts, people know what that is, which is essentially yeah. any, any instrument. It's like a jazz big band, only Brazilian style. Yeah.
0: So,
4: so along those lines, we would love to have a lot of uh, a full range of instrumentation for him, right? Because he's asking already, what What do I got? How many trumpets? How many trombones? <laughs> How many? We always have a lot of trombones, and we have lots of sax, and we have lots of flutes. Trumpets a little thinner. So, yeah.
3: Hmm. Yeah, we
4: need we're trumpet for players. We're ready for more trumpet brass. players, yes. Yeah. I mean, this is a great opportunity. You know, we, we the truth is it's everybody, right? We have cello players that get mm-hmm. it. I mean, so it's really great for we're going to fit in all instruments, that, you know, which is pretty exciting. But we could use some more of uh, of that sort of brass. And they
3: and brass players can also play in a short ensemble. There's plenty of parts for that, you mm-hmm. know. Yeah, we have oboe. We have uh, accordion. You know, we have oh, everything yeah. going on there, you know.
4: Yeah, so really, in the end, it's it's for, you know, all instruments, and uh, from basically from beginners to to professional musicians and dancers that come, and also enthusiasts who just love being around this stuff that come, you know, and, mm-hmm. and maybe don't uh, have experience playing or dancing or singing or whatever they're, uh, but they love to be in the middle of it, because it's just some amazing performances and music that mm-hmm. happen. So we have a, a range of of people that come, you know, which is pretty exciting. You know, I'll say it's not easy to to have levels for everything, right? Because you sure. have a beginning class and you have an advanced class, but those are, you know, just, <laughs> you can't really have like beginning is somebody, as I always say the same, but who's never tried this at all. And beginning might be someone who's had, you know, six months or a year of experience as well. It depends, right? Yeah. But those are not the same people, right? True. So it's hard uh, really to do it all. But But I find just by being in the middle of it all, you soak up some things that Mm -hmm. most of us didn't grow up with. And and it's hard to grasp that, you know, and it helps a lot just to be in the middle of it, uh, soaking it in as well. That's that's what I consider the full immersion that we call it.
3: There's two other categories of sometimes we get people that write in that's worth addressing now for those who who might want to know is uh, can we bring kids? Number one. And we have a way of doing that. That's that's happening. Rich can explain that a little bit. Also, there's some people that come who don't want to They're not musicians or dancers. They just want to be there. They know it's a great time. They're music enthusiasts. You don't have to come and participate learning. You can go to a class. You can listen you know a lot of people come there's some not a lot but there are some people come who do that they love being there they love of course the food they they really want to see some of their favorite teachers because the teachers we do have teacher performance night Hmm. and i know a few people that are there every year that just come to to really integrate in the community they're part of the community of brazilian music lovers and Hmm. dancers
1: yeah i think about larry and his wife from are they from nashville
3: rich
4: yeah, somewhere in Tennessee, yeah. That, yeah, that
1: she always comes, and she's always so sweet and just is hanging out for camp. Hmm.
3: Yeah. Mike Fesher from L.A., he comes every year. He's a music lover. And uh, the kids thing, Rich, you want to make, let people kind of give an idea of how that well, works? Well, I want
4: to say, you know, besides all that that we're offering, I mean, don't forget we're in a, an amazing natural redwood grove that's just such a beautiful place to be so as a vacation you know it's also just a you know it's it's a it's a difficult line though between you know people that well i don't really want to take these classes how does that work and it gets complicated right because you know we only have a limited amount of space and we need to focus on on people that are there to do uh the full program you know but
0: participate yeah
4: sometimes Mm -hmm. we try to get the whole family we try to work out a way to make sense of that you know if people are not uh necessarily you know interested in some of the classes but uh and certainly kids are welcome you know and again they'll be taking classes and uh you know the the idea is that you know we have levels for everybody so if there's uh not a lot of experience you know some of the beginning classes are still good and um yeah we 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 have a children with that are supervised of course you know right so it's to be to be clear to start is people go oh a summer camp how old are the kids people ask us well (laughs) they're old (laughs) you know but (laughs) Um, some of us getting, getting older.
3: Hey, I right, resemble but, that remark. <laughs>
4: <laughs> and so, uh, right. So, but certainly people bring their kids and, and you know, uh, as long as... Whoa. Is that Dennis?
3: That's okay.
4: Um, so, yeah, I mean, certainly, uh, certainly everybody is welcome. And, and you know, again, the majority of people, you know, we say on their own at least without well, children are, you know 18 a lot of a lot of college students it's hard to, to sometimes get there with a college schedule but they people uh make their way <laughs> figure it out how to skip the first few days of classes right. whatever it takes sometimes <laughs> which i hope you don't have to do but um you know from college up to wherever right i don't know uh i don't know we made it into the 90s but you know people up to 70 80s and still mm. loving it so that's great
1: I really enjoy when, um, Florine and her son, Damien are there. Great. Yeah. And, and Damien, it's amazing so to
4: see the progress, you know, yeah. I mean, we've seen, you know, I mean, obviously he, he's, a, you know, does a great job. It's so nice to see that. It's in his know, genes year too. year to year. <laughs> what he's doing. It's in his genes. But also, uh, there's another guy that, that came as a young man. And I probably tell this story all the time too. And, and he's now uh, teaching beginning guitar for us. And that's Ian Ficchini, right? Yeah. So him and Natalie oh, came man. as kids and watched that progress. I mean, it's amazing, the progress. And I'll take a little credit for that, you know? I mean, because <laughs> he came and not knowing what he was going to do and hmm. sort of latched on to Ginga and, and look what he's yeah. become. I don't know if you've seen what they're doing, you know, pouring all over the place. And, Saturday
0: night. I right? saw him perform. So him and Natalie same, performed in Portland. Same uh, for yeah. me last night amazing. in Portland.
3: They are amazing. Last night they did a great show in Berkeley.
0: Yeah. They've really come a long way. It's like their maturity. like, I was just like, oh man, I haven't been going to camp as long as Diana, but I was just like, oh, they're like adults now and like listen to them. Like they're so good. Like they're professionals now. I don't know. It was just something like (laughs) so amazing to see them. Yeah.
4: And it's great. And it's so unique that, you know, trombone and guitar and and the Mm -hmm. vocals is just a great mix and 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 they do a great job.
0: And his voice.
4: Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, so I, I mean, I, I'm all for the the music that he was into when he was 15 there with his flying V. You know, I mean, I'm, that's great, too. But he's come, you know, he sort of latched onto to this since then. And, uh, you know, he's, he's, he's done Ian's, job, so. I
3: saw Ian's mother last night, who might as well mention Monica, mm-hmm. Monica, Monique, she will be there as usual, oh, giving him a massage. We do have massage at camp.
0: What should we teach in Portuguese?
3: She does Portuguese. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Portuguese class. And it's a great Portuguese class. It's for people who are interested in song lyrics and things like that. Not just learning Portuguese, but learning Portuguese for what you do in Portuguese, which is sing, perhaps.
0: Yeah. You want mm-hmm. to know,
3: you want to know uh, how to sing, you know, and have the right attack on your, your Portuguese. Hmm. Super cool. Yeah, we got a lot of bases covered. I think uh, people that hear this podcast. You know, we're trying to cover all the bases, but anything we miss, like I said, we have ways of getting more information to you. And uh, yeah, you know, it's gonna gonna be uh, some calls and all of that, but we're we're used to that. So good news.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So exciting. Yeah, go
3: register. Go register. Go register now. <laughs> yeah, it will. Be, it will be full. I know. So you
0: know, I think there's pent up demand. People I are. Mean, they're, they're kind of- they're
4: kind of like us actually the word on the street is that even i'm excited to be there
3: you know it's it's kind of like you know burning man is sold out give it up you know come <laughs> to camp you know, forget burning man.
1: <laughs> um, so a lot of people come from out of town and they come uh you know like a, they fly in a day prior or whatever um are there going to be any pre or post camp events that i'm you'd like glad to mention? you brought
3: that up every year i have a deal uh for many years now, uh, we have this great relationship with Yerba Buena Gardens in downtown San Francisco. And they produce free events outside in their wonderful grass area. It's a beautiful place. It's going to be a little early this year than normal. But mm. uh, still, if you're in town, you could still catch before camp on Thursday. I'm thinking before camp, is that the 18th? It is the 18th, 18th of August. Uh, two great, fantastic musicians from Brazil, Homero Lubambo and Chico pinheiro mm. And Chico has mm. been a mainstay at camp. He will yeah. be teaching this year again, but it's going to be, uh, they, they've been doing a lot of shows all over, uh, you name it. Chico has uh, been, you know, anointed as one of the best jazz guitarists from Brazil Brazilian jazz in uh, magazines and articles and awards. And and Homero for years has been outstanding composer, performer, played with, still playing with Diana Reeves, touring, and does all kinds of stuff. And uh, the, we've just got lucky. And they said, yeah, we can do that. So on the 18th of August at one o'clock at Yerba Buena Gardens, downtown San Francisco, free show, Homero Lubambo and Chico Pinheiro.
1: Oh, great. How about afterwards? Is the Lavagem happening this year?
3: Well, we think
4: so, right, Rich? Yes, as far as we've heard,
3: yes. As far as we can tell right now, which is a great tribute to Bahia, Salvador, Bahia, the home of, you know, the African-Brazilian music started there, spread all over the country, but that was the beginning of it in Bahia, in Salvador, Bahia. And every year for, I don't know, almost 10 years maybe now, they've done what is called a lavagem da Bahia, which is a washing ceremony where the kids, of any kids that belong, especially like in Brazil, they go and everybody dresses in white and they have these palm leaves that they dip in water. And there's a ceremony where they have an area and the adults are blessed by the kids, by performing, sticking the palms in water and and spreading the water on the adults. Uh, uh, Lavage means to wash. And it's it's a beautiful ceremony. It's going to be at the Brazilian Cultural Center. I'm pretty sure it's going to happen the day after camp, which is Sunday, the September 3rd, no, September 4th, the Labor Day weekend. So if you're going to stick around after camp, and it's a great, free outdoor uh, street fair, Brazilian food and several groups performing. I'm not sure if we're providing any performers this year yet, but there's enough of great bands in the Brazilian Bay area that'll be performing there every year. This is put on by Conceição, Nick and her daughter Tainan. And that's going to happen. I'm pretty sure on that Sunday, September 4th in Berkeley. And, uh, All of our best, you know, again, a serious situation with Conceição and her health, all the best to Conceição Damasceno, our great friend and wonderful person. I hope she gets better.
1: Another um, person from Brazil camp that I wanted to mention is our friend Eric Crawford. And uh, if you'd like to see photos from past camps, he is the official camp photographer. Um, there's a link to his photos on the Cal Brazil Camp Multimedia tab. Um, can you talk a little bit about Eric?
4: Yeah, Eric's been been coming for so long, right, of course, and uh, knows the camp inside and out. And I, I, I don't know at what point he officially became the photographer, but he started taking <laughs> pictures right at the beginning. And then, you know, that was, I mean, there's an amazing history of that, right? Mm-hmm. And it, at some point he started putting them on Flickr. So you'll see even some of the, he went back and put some of the old years on there. So on that Flickr side of his, there are, you know, a handful from the real early years and then just, mm-hmm. you know, and and what's nice about it, it really focuses on the people and, and that, yeah. that's pretty, you know, these portrait type things. and And it's great to just look back there and just, remember the all the great people that we've met over the years and just mm-hmm. see the action of what goes on so that's really a great way I mean we're not we're not necessarily uh you know as together as we'd like on some of the we've got lots of videos and things like that lots of footage I should say uh you know does that all make it out to so, you know to give people an idea we'd like to to grow that and get a little better but but these pictures do just a great job of seeing you know all the all the happy people, right? Smiling people and, and the different things that we offer. And so, uh, I love looking at them, right. To just to see, see Me some too. friends and, and things like we that. We have so- some,
3: we still have some of the videos on our multimedia. Uh, one or two of them were done by our great videographer in the past, uh, Etadari. And I want to shout out to Goldbond. She just had a baby girl.
0: That's right.
3: Mm-hmm. And, uh, she's taking care of that girl and she's doing well. And, all the best to her. I don't know when we'll see her next, but uh, miss her a lot. Yes,
0: yeah, so those videos she made are, are yeah, are really, great. They're tear jerkers. Some of them. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah.
3: And um, other people that have come. When you mentioned Eric, uh, uh, when we when we were talking about the kids that they brought to camp who are now adults, Eric's daughters yeah. just went yeah. into a real jewel. And I hear she might be moving to the Bay Area. I haven't got oh. the update on Eric for that. But I'm sure that we will see her one way or the she, other.
1: She was at camp every year since she was born. <laughs> Hasn't she been? is <laughs>
3: that
1: yes.
4: the story? It? Yes, it is. Other than these last two, right? Yeah.
3: Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty amazing. Yeah, and it's one, going to be a great reunion.
1: One thing uh, that we also do every year uh, is the camp Group photo.
0: <laughs> oh, poor Eric has to get up on that ladder. He tried that, to was, do that. that was my idea.
4: <laughs> Eric is good at I, that I would have said that, Diana. That's okay. That was Diana's idea. <laughs> yeah,
1: can you can, take, that, you right? can Courtney, edit me out can, saying that. That, yeah.
4: was, that was Diana's great idea. So <laughs> Much it's, it's, to it's, it's very nice. I mean, no, and, and it's it's something, right? Lots of events do something like that where you say, ah, maybe, I don't know. But Diana said, look, we're getting together this night and we're doing it this year, which of course turned out great, you know, and it's so nice to look at it all and, and see everybody together. And and just the whole process is fun. There's, there's such little time to do these things because we're just busy, you know I mean? We got Mm -hmm. stuff from early morning, you know, till, till early morning. So. And we have uh, to do
1: it right when the sun is, is uh,
0: still out during dinner.
4: Right. So the whole process during dinner, you leave your plate happy and then you and you run to get this picture. Your
0: plate will be here when you get back. Go take a picture. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm yelling. It's
4: it's a fun little process.
0: Yeah,
1: it was uh, cool (laughs) to have one with (laughs)
3: Hermeto. A lot of uh, some people, not a lot. Some people listen to stuff in Brazil and they hear about us, know that. uh, you won't feel alone to come hang out and you'll be welcomed. Hopefully more, more people from Brazil come. Of course you can also always study Brazilian music in Brazil, which is just as great in some ways, but in other ways, in a two week, you know, in two weeks in Brazil camp is like three months in Brazil studying, you know, it's a great thing to have uh, so much concerted effort and, uh, but every year we get some Brazilians that come. It's great.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like drinking well, from the fire hose. It's a lot of <laughs> a lot of information all at once. You have to try to capture as much as you can and transcribe what you can and digest it when you get home. And have, yeah. fun. <laughs> and have fun, and that's yeah. it, right?
4: You don't need to to learn it and get it down. It's not about a final performance to me. You know, like it needs to be perfect by the end of the week. We do some final right. performances, but again, it's not about getting it perfect. But it's about capturing the ideas and the techniques, and then working hard for a year and coming back at a at a the next level the next year, right? And and keep, keep that's growing. That's very
3: important, know? Rich. That's really right. important that people know, especially beginners, that you're not. You don't have to go there and think about rehearsing for a show. Mm-hmm. And we tell the teachers that too. A lot of people like to do a little show at the end, 15 minutes, a little one routine maybe, but that's fine. But, you know, we don't want to pressure people that, you know, that, uh, you know, well, I just started out. I don't want to, don't worry about it. You don't have to, you don't have to worry about doing performance. This is not about, it's not a deal where we're, you know, trying to get together and make everybody do what the teachers do and all of that. It's just, it's about learning.
0: I always sometimes wish that there wasn't a show. I sometimes wish, can't we just keep mm-hmm. playing <laughs> instead of worrying about the show? Yeah, I I sometimes wish there wasn't There's as the many people
3: that want the show, too.
0: Right, I, mean, I know. I yeah. know. Like some people really are motivated by by shows, yeah. which mm-hmm. I totally, totally get. But yeah, it's a, yeah.
4: Yeah, I'm with you sometimes, I've, for sure. <laughs>
0: I've learned so much at camp, like just even even things that can't be Taught by someone telling you, like when I was very first had was playing samba for just less than a year, and I was playing surdu and then I was standing next to people in the advanced bateria, and I learned how it should sound. Like it shouldn't be necessarily on the beat, but like sort of excitedly ahead of the beat, but not rushing. I don't know. I just learned. I mean, you can't necessarily teach that unless you hear what it's supposed to sound like, right? Like I've just small things like that that were so important for how you play it's yeah. Anyway, um, that's been really the, important for,
4: and that's a, the it is a big difference. Mm-hmm. We, you know, I, I play in a band that, that plays buy in music and, you know, I think it's, it's pretty good, but then we're playing We're one carnival here in San Francisco, we invited Il-A-A to join us for the, oh wow for the parade. And it was the last minute they're showing up, you know, visa concerns, all this mm-hmm. complication. Right. But so Friday night before carnival on Sunday, we had a show, and we're in the middle of playing, and they all arrived at the airport. Somebody brought them to us, and they all basically came and joined us on stage for for uh, My Bellos Bellos, one of the songs that they, mm-hmm. they do. That's their song, right? And all of a sudden, this groove, I was, like, knocked over yeah. by this thing. It's like, right. oh, that's that's what it's supposed to be. I, right. I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> it was unbelievable. Yeah. And and so it takes being in the middle of that sometimes. And granted, we're not, you know, uh, it's not a bateria full of, of people from Bahia that you're playing with necessarily, but the people in charge of it are leading it with. So that, that correct feeling is, is coming out, you know, yeah, and and that's totally. how you get there, you know? So,
1: mm-hmm.
0: yeah. Yep. That's exactly it. And that's important stuff that you can't tell somebody about. You have to experience it. Feel it
1: yeah. Mm-hmm.
3: I think one of the first things that uh, most, well, I, you know, started out playing percussion and, the first thing that the Brazilian teachers will tell you, and uh, I've heard it a hundred times if I've heard it once, you may be playing the right rhythm, but it don't feel right.
0: Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
3: And it's not something that you can capture by just following written notes on a page sometimes, especially some Brazilian music. Now, on, on the other side of that, there's music that's definitely written, and you definitely got to follow those formats. But in the percussion area for Bayan music or for Rio samba, batucada, the feel is the essence of the, of the music. And uh, if you don't grow up in Brazil, you really have to work on that. It's a thing that's going to happen by like what you were talking earlier. It's an osmosis thing. It's a thing that you have to really feel that in your, in your body. Um, another teacher once said, if you can sing it, then you can play it. But if you can't sing that rhythm, and you know that got that get that get that get that 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 get that 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 then you can play it. You you feel it in your insides, and that's that's the hard part about Brazilian music is that it's not just a rhythm for drummers. It's it's a feeling of the rhythm too. Yeah, that's that's very 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 basic knowledge and can't it tries to prepare you for that because you'd be feeling it all around you, especially in the drama ensembles.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's that. Some of those experiences have been really important to me. Um, kind of transformational really as far as my understanding of, of this music and what I'm trying to do at, at camp and also in, in Brazil, I've had these certain moments that I'll never forget that are yeah, really important. So Anybody listening, like if you are considering it or you're just getting into this or there is so much to learn, Mm -hmm. like we said, like from the teachers and from your fellow students, but also just you're going to absorb just being around it. You're going to understand more. And the more you understand, just like the more you practice, the more you understand, like the more fun it gets. It just exponentially gets more (laughs) fun the more you do it. So if you're thinking about going to camp, definitely do it. Yeah, do
4: it. And also, even even like it's a great line from one of our, our teachers, Michael Spiro, always says, I, "I, for me, I come here to learn. Are you kidding? You know, so and that's great because he's a, you know, a world class professional musician and comes to teach. But at the same time, he knows he gets a lot out of it. So it's not just if you're just getting started. I mean, there's just something, yeah, you know, for everybody. Yeah, totally. Well, okay. Okay, well, I'm happy to have done th- this follow up here. I'm glad we had a follow up and we we could get in a little more in depth. And we didn't have to uh, kind of we got things like Sean Cassidy out of the way. The <laughs> I first was just thinking of that, so we could.
1: We might have to still yeah. ask a, a trivia question, maybe something like about that Ily IA show or something.
4: Yeah, um, but uh, I think we're in good shape. I, I actually have a, a whole bunch of emails to to get back to people in the last couple of days since they're registered and they're asking. And there's one here that, that, that came in that says, it's from PayPal. It says, we want to know how you feel about your phone interaction with PayPal. <laughs> oh,
0: <laughs> what do you man.
4: think I should say? <laughs> oh man. I guess oh, well. you could
3: call it interaction. I would call it more, yeah. you know,
4: you really rules want and regulations,
3: to know? you know, after all these yeah. years, come on,
4: come on, I'll be nice.
1: <laughs> oh one last question will we see shusha this year will there be a shusha appearance
3: well it's hard to hard to tell uh but the rumor has it that he flew home last night or so oh so that may mean he's staying for a while or maybe he'd be going back to Brazil who knows with shusha for any of those who don't know who we're talking about it's what's the word Portuguese <laughs> he's he's a Quite a figure. He's quite a uh, long-time Brazilian music lover. So I'm I'm suspecting he'll make an appearance and open up his usual shoeshop sure
0: bar. So. Plus, he has he to be there because that. Jacare is going to be there, and everybody can get him. Confused. Oh, his his Japanese <laughs> twin doppelganger. Yeah.
3: yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: So he'll probably <laughs> be
3: there. In fact, I, you know, there's the, like any number of people that we haven't even talked about that are just they're unbelievable, you know, dancers and musicians, but everybody is just, it's, it, everybody's a, a character. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a bunch of characters getting together, having a great time, you know? <laughs>
0: That's true. And
3: now that it's been a few years, there's a lot more new jokes, even, you know? <laughs> <laughs> oh no. <laughs> yeah. Even new jokes. Boy, do we need those. Dennis, have you expanded your repertoire? I'm not
0: gonna say. Uh, i have been working, so I'm sure. Uh, Workshopping some jokes, yeah, yeah some we'll stand-up mics, nice. open mics. <laughs> right on. Well, thank you guys so much for, yes. for taking the time to do this. I know I'm really anxious to get back to camp and see you guys and everybody else. So, thanks for doing what you do. I know it's a it's a huge pain to deal with PayPal and everything else, all the visas and <laughs> things you guys have to deal with. So, I have grown. It. I was. Yeah, I was talking to um, uh, Bruce Ogilvy last night. We were chatting on, on Messenger, and and I was like, I have, through the pandemic, gotten a better appreciation for people who do things like camp, like the things you do. You've done this for so long, fighting through all the red tape and paperwork, and, and I just have a renewed appreciation for that. So thank you so much for all the work you do
4: yeah.
0: on that. Thank you. We you all benefit. Think so. It's so much fun.
4: Thank you. Yeah, that, that stuff should get easier and, and it does in, in no. general, but sometimes <laughs> they make it worse after all these years they just throw a <laughs> wrench in, in what you've done. Why change it, you know? But oh well. Yeah, thank you both. But thank you both. Yeah. This is uh, you know, great to talk to you and great to relive a lot of these uh great, you know, times that we've had and uh, certainly get the word out because again, we do need the help in that. That's uh yeah. been the way this thing has really grown is just by word of mouth, mm-hmm. which is you know, exciting for us because that means something, right? I mean, yeah, it means that people are, are enjoying the, the event and telling their friends. So that, you know, that's, it's a nice thing to hear. Um, so we appreciate that very much as well.
3: Yeah, you guys, the best, the best, you're the best. Aww. You
0: guys- and, Likewise. I, and I
3: say that from a place <laughs> where having all these years seen, uh, you know, we know our little community is enormous in some sense, but there's special people around and you guys are in that category for sure of, of people that have been a, a real positive effect on people and, and on Rich and I about how much help you always are to make it happen. Cause it's a, it's a labor of love and uh, we really appreciate it.
0: If you would like to learn more about California Brazil Camp, you want to register, go to our website, The Brazilian Beat, and click on this episode page. It's episode 101, and we'll have links to California Brazil Camp registration page and, and all the things that we talked about in this podcast. So check it out, thebrazilianbeat.com. You can see pictures of Dennis and Rich and some pictures of camp there as well. And we'll we'll put links to the Flickr accounts, too, with all the photos. So yeah, go check it out. The Brazilianbeat.com.
1: The camp song. Oh, yeah.
0: Camp song. Mm-hmm. Is it bad that I don't actually know the camp song?
1: No, not a lot of people.
0: <laughs> it, that kind of gives the wrong impression that we have a camp song, you know, like we're all like wearing the same clothes and singing the song <laughs> while we raise the singing flag and somebody together. plays a trumpet. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's not really what we do. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> So we have some shout outs um, for today. We'd like to send a big special thank you and shout out to Barbara Watkins from Bloco do Sol in San Jose. She is a Kofi community member and we really appreciate your continued support, Barbara. You've been great. Thank you so much.
0: Yeah, very generous. Thank you, Barbara. I also have a shout out to Nate Maddox from the Hanfibians in Madison, Wisconsin. He organized a... Sheena Dostasio from Hichimo Solidario came to him and was like, I've got all these tambourim heads with um, the mestries and directors of the tambourims of different schools had signed them and was like, how should I, you know, use these to raise money for Hichimo Solidario? And so Nate organized a whole online auction and he auctioned them off and made some money for Hitchmo Solidario the other day. And uh, I just want to... I just want to, like... Give him a little shine because that was a really cool thing to do. So, yeah, Nate, thanks. And I won the Viradoru one, by the way.
1: (laughs) 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 I went all in. It's rigged. (laughs) It's rigged.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah.
0: It was kind of crazy, actually, when he was doing the drawing. Some people had, like, gone, like, you know, put a lot of money on one tambourine, right? Uh, Like, one they uh really wanted. And there would be, like, two other people maybe put $2 into that one because each dollar was a vote. And mm-hmm. like, like one of the other people would get it. <laughs> oh no! That happened like so many times. Yeah, it was, it was crazy. It
1: was a cliffhanger. Good. It was. It was for a good cause. So
0: yes, it was. It was fun. Money well spent. That's right. Good work, Nate. So we have. Uh,
1: actually, we have lots of announcements this episode. Yeah. Um, Just out today, uh, for our listeners that live in Europe, if you haven't heard, our friends Lucas and Eberch from Duetto will be in Europe this summer from June to August doing workshops and performing at festivals. So if you're interested in bringing them to your city, email them at duetto, D-U-E-T-T-O dot instrumental, I-N-S-T-R-U-M-E-N-T-A-L at gmail.com. I do believe um, they'll be at Coburg, which leads us into our next announcement.
0: Uh, Coburg Samba Festival is happening in Germany this year. It's Friday, July 8th to Sunday, July 10th. So those
1: guys are going to be there? I believe oh, so. man. <laughs> I know. Oh, yeah.
0: That would be a really good one to be at.
1: Yeah, everybody's going to be so hyped to be back. Oh,
0: man. So cool.
1: Also in Europe, in Sesimbra, Portugal, is Mega Samba in, uh, later in July, the 23rd through the 26th.
0: Clarice has been to that. She says it's super cool.
1: Oh, really? Cool. cool. Mm-hmm.
0: And more local to the United States, Seattle Solstice Parade is happening this year. We've been talking about it here on the podcast and the uh, material hasn't come out yet, but it will be out soon. Um, perhaps by the airing of this podcast, it will be out and. Stay tuned and uh, let me know if you want to join or let Dev Nambi know. You can find him on social media, D-E-V-N-A-M-B-I. Just look up Dev Nambi and and he can direct you to the right places. Or you can send us a note and we can as well.
1: Once again, a reminder that California Brazil Camp registration is open for business. Go to calbrazilcamp.com
0: to register. Oh, yeah, and there's this big thing called Carnival that is happening this year. Oh, (laughs) yeah, that thing. It will be happening on, let's see, Grupo Aceso in Rio. The Grupo Aceso is Wednesday and Thursday, April 20th, and April 21st. Uh, Grupo Especial will be Friday, April 22nd, and Saturday, April 23rd. Which is different than normal. Normally, it's on a... The Grupo special is on a uh, Sunday-Monday, so it's different this year. Um, and then Sao Paulo will be happening Friday-Saturday. And so then the, the same p- time as Rio, so you'll have to flip channels, I guess.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and then the uh, Parade of Champions is the following Saturday, the 30th, I believe. Mm. Um, and Apuracel is, I believe, Wednesday after the desfilis. Mm. So... There's your carnival info.
0: Awesome. All right, guys. Thanks for listening.
1: We hope we uh, see you at California-Brazil camp. And if you have any questions, please let us know. We're, we're veteran campers that can fill you in on all the details.
0: That's right. And we'll be letting you know if, if Rich and Dennis do decide to do that informational session, that yeah. live informational session. We'll be advertising on social media. So just follow us. On social media and we'll let you know. Alright, thanks guys. Ciao.